Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network, featuring conversation with cousins. Enjoy the conversation. to this episode of Conversation with Cousins. We hope you are encouraged, inspired by the words that we share with you today. Good morning, good morning, good morning, or good afternoon. Whatever time of day you are, you are listening to us. You have now begun and you entered into our space and we've entered into your space. We're very glad about it. Conversation with Cousins. That means we're coming, we're talking about Biblical biblical principles from a from a uh, life well how life happens from a biblical perspective. So we're 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 thankful that you're with us today. Um, it is our our twenty second episode. We're excited about it. My name is Sherry T, and my cousin's name is. My name is Eddie J, and again we thank you all for uh, tuning in again for episode twenty two. Again, uh, thank you for rocking with us uh, again on this week again we are are enjoying doing this and uh and we pray and hope and we've been getting feedback that you are enjoying uh what we are sharing uh so again any comments or comments or feedback that you would like to share with us hit us on our youtube page as well as on our social media pages uh, uh just give us a shout out uh and again maybe something that you would like for us to talk about in the future. Uh, we, we're open to it. So again, everything we're going to do is going to be from a Christian perspective. Uh, so I just want you to know that everything that we talk about uh, will have the Christian lens on it. Uh, so again, we're still in the series uh, and boundaries. And today we're going to shift it a little bit. And today we want to talk about uh, financial and material boundaries. Uh, yeah, we want to shift it to that today. Uh, many people are bound uh, by the having to have possession of money and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, we want to talk about that today. Uh, and it's, uh, as I, in my research, it's amazing uh, that uh, the Bible talks about money or materialistic things more than a whole lot of other subjects, uh, more than prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, think of 500 verses on prayer, 500 verses on faith, but it's over 2,300 verses dealing with money and possessions. Mm-hmm. And um, one third of the parables that Jesus spoke is dealing with money or uh, possessions. Uh, so again, we see, uh, and I really believe that is th- the reason why of that is because the Lord knew that was going to be one of our biggest struggles. Mm. Yeah, he knew that was going to be one of our biggest struggles. So because he already knew that was going to be one of our biggest struggles, uh, he shows us how to deal with it uh, in his word. Uh, so again, I truly believe that. 
because a lot of people are are and are dealing with uh, financial and possession being bound by that. Yes, you know. And let's keep it real. Uh, I was there once before too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you keep it one hundred. Uh, bound by gotta have this, gotta have that, gotta look like a certain look, and all. And, you know, we all had that phase. Yeah. Uh, to where uh, we uh, were at. So here, today, we want to look at, to kick off, uh, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And we want to look at uh, verses 19 to 24. Uh, I'm going to read 19 to 21 mm-hmm. to kick it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I will expound. And then, uh, and then, uh, Pat, you know how we do. We bounce off of one another. Uh, so again, that's what we, that's how we're going to rock. Uh, so again, Matthew uh, chapter six, verses nineteen to twenty-one. Uh, today, I'm looking at it from the uh, New King James version of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, "Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroys." And where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven uh, where neither moth nor rust destroys and and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm -hmm. So again, when we look at this particular verse, uh, uh, do not lay up yourself treasure on earth. Uh, in the in the Greek, it literally says, "Do not treasure, do not treasure yourself treasures on earth." Yeah. Uh, so, in other words, uh, it gives us the idea that earthly treasure is temporary mm-hmm. and fading away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we know that our heavenly treasure is secure. Yeah. Uh, so again, we when we look at this, and there's nothing wrong uh, with, uh, and nothing wrong with 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 money and possessions. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the problem becomes is when we become obsessed with it. Yeah, like that word. Yeah, yeah. That that's where it becomes when we become obsessed with it mm-hmm. uh, to the point. Uh, we got to have it and we'll do whatever we need to do to have it. Yeah. Uh, we'll work extra shifts when we don't really need to work extra shifts, uh, but we'll work extra shifts. And, and, and the thing of working extra shifts, uh, we're neglecting something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're working extra shifts. We're neglecting family. Uh, we're neglecting. And most importantly, a lot of the times we are neglecting God. Say it, say it. I was waiting on you to go there, cuz. Uh, we are neglecting God because mm-hmm. we get so consumed in getting this and getting this and getting this. And God is saying, When are you going to give me time? Yes. Uh, you're in the time of, of, of uh, accumulating wealth and, and, uh, Getting more stuff, new car, new house, getting all this stuff, fancy clothes, all the gadgets and the gadgets. You're so concerned about that. 
but the God says, where, when are you going to give me time? So in other words, it becomes a heart issue. Yes. Yeah, it becomes a heart issue. Uh, so again, he just let us know uh, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yeah. Uh, so he's letting us know that it's a heart issue. Mm -hmm. uh, so in other words, we know that heavenly treasures are everlasting and corruptible. Yes. Incorruptible. Let me say that right. Heavenly treasures are everlasting and incorruptible. Mm -hmm. And check this out. Treasures in heaven gives enjoyment now. We don't have to wait till we cross over to enjoy treasures of heaven. Right, right, right. Uh, we enjoy that now. Uh, so in contentment and a sense of well-being uh, that comes from being a giver. Uh, mm -hmm. So again, uh, it's important. Uh, it's a heart measure, matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where's your heart? Mm -hmm. uh, is your heart on things uh, of heaven or mm -hmm. are your heart on things of this earth? Go ahead, cuz. Yeah. Wow. What a, what, first of all, what a passage to lead this thing off. Because, like you said, a, a, most of the parables that, that, we, that we read all really deal with wealth. And God is making that an importance. What he, and like you said, we shift our focus. All of us have been there. We shift our focus on get, 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 get. I have to look good. I, I need to act a certain way. I need to have my batons and, and, and MKs on. I, you know, Adidas, whatever it is, it takes your focus off Christ. And I like what Jesus is saying right here because he immediately starts off with the things of the earth. And he says, and, and at the end of that, he says, what, what the treasures here are going to what? They're going to, they're corrupt. The thief comes to what? To steal it. So he's, he's letting you know the things, the things of this world are just going to steal everything that you could have if you, if you approached God first for it. Like you said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. If we seek God and have that relationship, all the things that we trying to grab, though the wealth, he'll give it to us. But we'll, he'll give it to us because we'll understand how to what position ourselves to use it. And, and that way it becomes a benefit of what he has given us. When he says treasures, he doesn't just say, like you said, you went to the Greek and it said it, it put, makes that a plural. That means there are lots of things that grab our attention, mm. that shouldn't grab our attention. Because what? It, it takes us off the focus of seeking the kingdom of heaven and the things that he has in store for us. We can handle, we, we can handle what the world presents to us or what we, what we obtain in the world when we know we're walking in right fellowship with Jesus Christ. We have the peace of God. We have the wisdom of God. We have the understanding of God. We have the knowledge of God to handle the, the resources that he has given us. Yeah. God wants us to have these things, but he does not want us those things to have us. And a lot Say that again. Say that again. God wants us to have these things, but he does not want these things to have us. So like when you use the example of like when we go to work to make those extra hours, we're just grabbing. And if you can ask most of us, I'll ask the question for my own self. 
When I was out there working 60, 70 hours, I had I had probably less than what I would if I did 40. Because where was my trust? My trust was in the getting the things than seeking the God who could give me the things. Effortlessly. Mm. And so, so, so we need to hear when we're dealing with treasures, consider wealth, consider finances, because God here is giving, giving us a, a, a blueprint on what to do, on how to handle these things when they come, because he will give them to us. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. He didn't say half of the things. He said all these things. Says, when we line, align ourselves up and seeking the treasures that don't rust, that cannot be stolen, because God gives us peace, the world can't take it away. He gives us joy, the world can't take it away. He gives us divine knowledge and wisdom, the world cannot take that away. So these things will never rust because they're all internal. God, again, you said it, it's a heart issue. And yeah. he's going to deal with our hearts that we can always, when we even, when, when we even, when we even get the, when we even get the treasures or the wealth of God, he's dealing with our heart so that when we get it, we always are putting ourselves in a place of self-examination. Yeah. How, how, well, how, 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 what is my heart like? Now that God has brought this wealth. And actually, that wealth is not, not for us to hoard or to, or to you know, put in our kingdom, stack, stack, stack. It really is for us to leave that to generations to come so that there would never be a place of want or need because the wealth has been positioned in itself to go from generation to generation. Now, th that, that's what I get when you open up this text. I'm going to hand that back yeah. to you. So, <clears throat> so, again, it's a heart issue. Mm -hmm. uh, but then he goes on to say in 23 to 24, it says, uh, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Mm -hmm. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you, if therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And then 24 says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one or love the other, or, he, or else he'll be loyal to one and despise the others. You cannot serve God and mammoths or you cannot serve God and money so again the question comes down to since it's a heart issue uh, uh, the choice is now who will you serve uh, uh, since, it's a, since it's a heart issue uh, when it's matters of the heart we have to make a choice uh, who, who are we going to serve are we going to serve God or are we going to serve uh, money and possessions? Mm -hmm. And notice Jesus said, you cannot serve both. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. You, we cannot serve both. Yeah. It is impossible to serve both. It oh. is 
or one or the other, and all of us must make a choice. Uh, all of us must choose. There's no way around it. Uh -huh. uh, we have to make a choice. Yeah. Uh, somebody said it this way. It's like, I heard it's like uh, trying to chase two rabbits at the same time. Huh. It can't be done. Can't be done. We only can chase one rabbit at a time. Right, right. Uh, so again, why does Jesus make this tough statement? Mm -hmm. uh, because he knew that our relationship with God would be deeply impacted by how we view money and possessions. Wow. Uh, if we worry about money, then we won't be trusting God. Mm. You just say that again, Kaz. I think you said to worry. <laughs> if we worry about money, then we won't be trusting God. Yes. If we're chasing after money, then it's doubtful that we're chasing after God and trying to advance his kingdom. Mm. So as much as this verse uh, uh uh, deals with God's word says about money, it gives us warnings. Mm. God wants nothing to come between him and us. So true. Uh, and when we put the pursuit of money, trying to get stuff over the pursuit of God, uh, then that's getting in the way of our relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. And we do know God is a jealous God. Ooh. We do know that, don't you, don't we? God yes, is yes. a jealous God. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and he wants all of us, it's best to give him all of us or none of us. Mm. Uh, so again, he's really, he's really trying to uh, drive this home uh, mm -hmm. to let us know the importance of choosing him above everything else. Yes. Yeah. That's what he's that's what he's driving home. Yeah. Uh, we must choose him above mm. everything else. Yeah. Uh, so again, that that's that's what he's saying. Uh, we have to be loyal to him mm. over everything else. And a lot of times when we put the pursuit of, of money, wealth, and things ahead of him. We put in that before him. Go ahead, cuz. Wow. Ooh, I don't know where to start, cuz, because you just kind of hit it home. I mean, I'm a, I'm over here right now. You know, there, 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 there's a day of reckoning, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start from from the back part of your statement. There is a day of reckoning when we have to make the choice. Who who we gonna serve? It's plain and simple, but it is such a heart issue that we have to look internally to say, Lord. Search my heart. Search my heart. So if there if there be any iniquity in me, that's the darkness. If there be any iniquity in me, deliver me from it. Let this be a day of reckoning for each and every one of us to be delivered from the bondage of, of, of having the darkness over the light. He said, you know, if if they're if your if your body's full of light, people know it. But if it's full of darkness, that means it doesn't take much for light to interrupt darkness, nor does it take much for darkness to interrupt light. 
So you have to be willing to say, Lord, don't let me, don't let these possessions rule me. I want, I want the kingdom of heaven to rule. And that, that is, that, that is a daily conflict, if not part of our daily walk. Because we, like I, we, I've used this illustration before. All you got to do is drive down the freeway. And you have more, more signs entering your thought process than you even care to know about. And those signs are putting, making structures and, and, and planning. They're, they're actually watering the seed if you see that same sign every day for 365 five days a year. If you haven't, if you haven't been able to, if you haven't been able to separate or close off the darkness, the world's way of doing things and stay in that relationship with Jesus Christ. And the only way we could do it is to pick up this word and study it. Not, not, not one, you know, from, from cover to cover. And then not only study it, but believe it. Because like you said, Jesus makes it a point to get this across in such a way that not only would the, would, would, would the people of that day understand it, but we would too. Because we all know, and, and we and we said this because it's, it's Bible, it's, it's in Ecclesiastes, money is the answer to everything. Without it, we can't give a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. But with it, we can buy, we can purchase items. But don't let chasing that money, that pursuit of wealth, stand in the way of your relationship, which is eternal, that can set you in the eternal life set you that place where you need to go don't let that don't let what the enemy slides before us not trusting god because if, if you weren't like you said you use the word money if you worrying about it you're not trusting and it's okay to think but don't don't let that worry even steal that place or that that time that you have to say lord i'm following you what does your word say and then allow the get get grounded in the word. Get grounded. And I mean, it don't matter whether you've been walking this way for a day or walking this way for 20 years. Make sure you are grounded in the word. So when the wealth does come, if you don't lose, you don't lose your relationship. Because in the busyness of life, that that in itself takes us away from Lord, I need to spend that time with you. But God will give you the wisdom you need to sustain it. So, so let so let us. Um, I like what you said. You know, and it said, "How many? How how many of us? How many of us can look at our lives right now? Because we've all been there. Me and you just confessed. Oh, I've been there. You know, and 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 in the way of businesses. Again, I'm thinking from from a God has given us the wealth for generations to come." And it's always been his place to feed generations to come. And so when we look at it from that way, we know that, Lord, we're going to keep our eyes on the sparrow. Because, because you, if you take care of a sparrow, you're going to take care of us. Yeah. As you said in this song, Lord, you know, you will take care of a sparrow. You will take care of us. That means we shouldn't worry about what we should eat, drink. And he's putting a point across because he is the God of creation. He can provide everything we need so that we don't get caught in this trap because it's a trap. 
from the devil to get to get our minds off our relationship with Jesus Christ. It goes back to a heart that she has. Back on you. The Believer for Life Christian Clothing Brand is now on Amazon.com forward slash Believer for Life. Where we weren't gonna go, but them following verses just deal with it. Tells yeah. us don't worry. Mm -hmm. uh, don't worry about uh, your life. Don't worry about what you're gonna eat. Don't worry about what you're gonna drink. Don't worry about what you're gonna put on your body. What he basically said in a nutshell is, don't worry about your life. Don't worry. Uh, he said the birds don't worry where they're going to get their next meal, but the heavenly Father feeds them. Yeah. Uh, uh, he goes on to say further in, 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 in Matthew chapter 6, uh, the flowers don't agonize about looking pretty, but the mm -hmm. father continues to let them look pretty. So he mm -hmm. said, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry about your life needs. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to say further in that towards the end of that, he said, don't, even the uh, pagans and the idolaters seek after these things and become anxious. Mm -hmm. But the key thing is, is is Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first. Yep. Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he says, and everything else will be added unto us. Yes. It's a promise. It's, it's a promise. So, yeah, yeah. So he says, if we seek him first, mm -hmm. everything else will be added unto us. So in other words, when we prior, prioritize God's kingdom first, mm. y'all not hearing me. When yeah. we prioritize the kingdom first, mm -hmm. everything else will, will be added to us. Yes, yeah. God wants to be first. Mm. He, God doesn't do seconds. Well, yes. Say that again. God doesn't do seconds. No. So uh, we need to be putting God's kingdom first. Yeah. So you you and I need to constantly ask our ask ourselves these questions. When I need guidance to make decisions, where do I go first? Woo. That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Yeah. Uh, 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 when we need guidance, where do we go first? Mm -hmm. And I hate to say this, for many Christians, God is like a spare tire. Guys, repeat that. For many Christians, God is like a spare tire. <laughs> He's He is where they run to when everything else fails. Yeah. So true, so true. Oh my goodness, God! God is like a spare tire for many of many believers. Yeah, and God wants us to put Him first. Yeah, yeah, so true. Keep Him first. Uh, so He said, "Don't worry about tomorrow, uh, because tomorrow will take care of itself." Uh, so don't worry about it. God will. Take care of those who belong to him. Go ahead, cuz you don't mute, so unmute yourself. Oh, cuz that was powerful. Again, it's a reminder of a promise, and we know that God is a promise keeper. 
by the time you get down to uh, Matthew 6 and 33, and we, we know it, we know, we know it, but Jesus comes out and say, and he puts a butt in front of him. But seek ye first. He says, this is what you need to do. You seek, you seek the kingdom of God first, and you don't have to worry about anything. That is a statement all by itself. We don't, you, you don't have to second guess that. Where do we go first? We need to be running to the altar on any and every situation, all day, every day. When, when, when problems arise, God already has the answer. So th this is what I want to leave it. And I'm going to pass the cuff. She can close it out. I believe we can close it right here. I, I, I really want you to get this. Uh, we have to let God, where do we go to, uh, when we're time to make a decision, where do we go first? Mm -hmm. Are yeah. we, is, are we using God like he's a spare tire? Mm -hmm. I need, I need us to let that resonate in this episode. Yeah. Is God, uh, is God the spare tire? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we go to him with everything else uh, failed. If, if, if that if that's how we using God, you know we don't go to our spare tire until our good tire is worn out. Ooh, yes. So the spare tire is a last resort, mm. and many people are going to God as a last resort. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of going to him first. If we go to him first, a lot of the things that we go through would be eliminated. But we 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 procrastinate our oh. deliverance. Oh. We procrastinate our breakthrough. Yes. Uh because we try everything else and use God as a spare type. Uh, we go to him last. And then we, uh, it's so, that's what I, that's what I want to just leave. I, we we had some further stuff to go, yeah. but I think we just need to leave it right there for yeah. you to do on that. Yeah. Are you using God as a spare time? Yeah. Go ahead, cuz. Go ahead and wrap it up. What a way, hey, what a way to wrap it up with that question. Is God the spare tire? Like you say, most of us are, and know what, we all have done it. Yeah. We all have used God as a spare tire. Because for one, we didn't know no better, and we were just, we kept trying to do it our own way. And we found ourselves like a hamster on a wheel, just going around and around and around, going nowhere fast. And then when we felt like we couldn't, we cried out to God. And you know what? God is so good. He has always been there. My God. Waiting. Waiting. My Lord. My God. Come to him like the children we are. That the Father could stretch forth our stretch forth his hand. My God. For us. At the point that we call upon him. That's the goodness. Of our heavenly father. That's the grace and the mercy. That he continues to show. 
every day waiting on us to come to him and have a relationship that he so desires and in actuality we desire to. Because mm. one thing I know, every person in this world needs that connection to the one that the one that created them from the foundation of the earth. We need that. It, it is it is in us. That seed of righteousness in, in is in us. And the world has is designed, the world, the enemy himself has designed a world that will can, can continue to try to muzzle the light, the seed that God had put in, in humanity. So when he's dealing with the heart issue, and when he asked, you ask the question, are we treating God as a spare tire? We all need to go to the altar and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Mm. I need to I need to put you first in everything. When you put God first, worry goes away. And the peace of God comes in. Anxiety goes away. And the peace of God comes in. Stress goes away. Yes. And the peace of God comes in. And when peace comes in, you have the ability to hear the wisdom of God concerning your situation. Yes, God. God is the writer. He's the writer. We're just holding the pen. And he's writing his word upon, upon our hearts. That we would that we would no longer be a broken people. But we would be healed in him to have everything we need. A promise. We all know God's promises are, are yes and amen. They have never changed. Yeah. Yeah. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word won't. And when he said it, when you seek me first, I'll add everything you need. Mm. Don't worry about nothing. All you have to do is know how to go before the throne of grace. In humility, in honesty, in sincerity, and in love for him. He'll pour out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Because again, his wealth is generational. Mm. So look, I'm going to go ahead and, and invite anyone that, that has not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, has not figured out that, 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 that they need a Savior. I pray today is it. I pray that we have shared something with you that the Holy Spirit has brought you to a place of wanting you to deal with the heart. Looking yourself in the mirror and going through some self-evaluation. Mm -hmm. And just like me and Cuz, we understand that we all get caught up in chasing the bling bling. Yeah. The money, money, money. And, and it's not that we don't need it. God knows we need it. But he can give it to us a, a, a lot easier, a lot quicker to, quicker, if we come before him and cast all our cares upon him. Yes, God. He's waiting for you. This is the day that you can you can turn, you can you, you can turn your, your pain into joy, your loss into victory. 
this is the day. The Holy Spirit is here to, to, to bring you into the newness of life, that relationship with Jesus Christ. Don't miss it. Don't, don't, don't try to analyze it because you can't. It is a supernatural experience that you opened up your heart and you've let God come into. He said, this day I stand at the door and knock. Will you let me in? This is your opportunity. As the Holy Spirit deals with you through your day, we pray that it is blessed, that you prosper in the way, and that everything that you is given unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We pray you have enjoyed our conversation today. Thanks for spending time with us. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. And we'll see you next week. from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. Have you ever experienced negative thoughts of depression, loneliness, or scarcity? Unlock the peace from within by texting BELIEVE, B-E-L-I-E-V-E, to 877-670-1975 and receive our weekly words of encouragement. Again, text BELIEVE to 
Thank you for listening to Conversation with Cousins on the Power of Prayer Living Bible Hub Network. Please like and subscribe to our channel. Be sure to visit our website at livingbiblehub.com. May the joy of the Lord be your strength and may he keep you in perfect peace. Thank you.